0: Hare Krishna, a warm welcome to all of you for today's Gita Live session. We have a very interesting topic today and the topic is detached from Maya and attached to Divine. We all know that we are trapped in Maya. All of us are in Maya, the degree may vary. And we have all heard this people saying quite often, hum Maya mein So today we will understand more in detail what is this Maya Jal. How do we get trapped? What are the ways in which Maya operates and traps the living entity? And eventually we will also discuss how to come out of this Maya Jal. So before we plunge into the discussion, let us all pray together. I request all of you to kindly fold your hands and join me in offering the prayers. The prayer will be displayed on the screen and we can all chant the prayers together. Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna prishthaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti vedanta Bhaktivedanta Swaminitinamine namaste saraswate deve gauravani pracharine nirvishesha shunyabadi paschatya shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhara shri vaasadhi vrinda namo Mahavadanyaya, krishna prema pradayate krishnaya krishna chaitanya Namne gauratvise namaha namo brahmane devaya go brahmane hitaya jagadhitaya krishnaya govindaya namo namaha he Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchan Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vaancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripasindhubhyayevaccha Patitanam Bhavnebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So today, we will understand how Maya traps a living entity and why it does so. Why we fall into the traps of Maya? Maya is an energy of the Lord deviesha gunamai mama maya Dhuratya. Krishna says mama maya. It is my energy, my divine energy. On one side we say that we in the Other side we say it is energy of Krishna. It looks little bit of contradiction. On one side we see maya as a villain. Another side we say it is an energy of the Lord. So how do we understand this? The right understanding is, just like a policeman, a person who is maintaining law and order, is a government servant, but for a criminal, for a person who has transgressed the law, that person can be very notorious, can be very painful to deal with, can be very troublesome. So likewise it is said, Jivira Krishna Bhulya Jiva Bhogavancha Kare. When we forget the Lord and desire to enjoy, keeping Lord aside, make our independent plans of enjoyment completely forgetful of Lord, Krishna Bhulya Jiva bhogavanchakare, Kare. When we try to, Nikatasta Maya Tare, Maya immediately pounces on him and traps him. A very crude analogy, just like you have traffic laws, you have traffic lights. Moment you violate that law, you will have the police chasing you and penalizing you. So long as you are abiding by the laws, the police will not disturb you. In fact, the police is there to maintain law and order. But moment somebody transgresses that law, violates that law, the police department will come and nap that person and punish that person. Exactly the same role Maya is playing. And in one sense, all of us have come in this material world. Now, some of us may ask this question. Do you mean to say we have committed some crime? Are we criminals that we are trapped by Maya? Yes, in one sense, yes, we can be compared to criminals. Who are the criminals? Criminals are the people who have violated the laws of the land, the state laws. So likewise, there are laws which are operating in this world. By swarupa, by our constitutional position, as per our design, we are meant to follow and abide by the instructions, the laws of the Lord and please the Lord, give pleasure to the Lord, give enjoyment to the Lord and we also get our due quote of enjoyment. This example I have shared many, many times. Just like, now does that mean that, you know, this is not fair? Do you mean to say we should not enjoy, we should just give enjoyment to the Lord? Is it sin to enjoy? What if we enjoy legally, properly, lawfully? What's wrong? Yes, legal enjoyment has a place. In fact, to enjoy is the goal of life. Anandamav Bhayasa. A living entity by nature is joyful, anandamaya, is blissful. So it's not wrong. But we have been designed just like the limbs of the body. When they work for the interest of the body, they get their due coat of enjoyment. Hand cannot enjoy Rasgulla independently on its own. By squeezing the Drasgula and trying to extract the juice out of it. The hand has to play its role. It is designed to put the food in the mouth. The stomach digests it, and the hand gets its due quota of nourishment. We don't call it unfair. This is how it is designed. Each role, each limb is playing a particular role the legs walk the hands write the eyes see and body as a whole is designed each limb working in synergistically and that's how the whole body functions nicely and does wonderful things so when a particular limb rebels and says no no i will independently enjoy that is the case some similar case has happened when the jiva tries to enjoy independently and in that case maya jhapatiya dhare comes under the influence of maya for a person who is abiding by the laws diligently police department has no role to play Will not trouble such a person. Likewise, till we come to our senses, Maya will keep troubling us. In fact, it is said that the devotees of the Lord and Maya are actually playing the same role, but little differently. The mode of operation is little different. Police department is meant to Nab the person who has violated the law and penalize him. Beat that person up till he comes to his senses and becomes a law-abiding citizen. So what Maya does is, moment you violate some law, God's law, nature's law, Maya will punish that person, torment that person, make that person suffer, beat that person till he comes to the senses and eventually comes To the point of surrender to Krishna. And becomes a law abiding citizen. In this case a devotee of the Lord. Devotee also does the same thing. But he preaches and tells the person. Better be a law abiding citizen. Better follow the laws of the land. Better follow Krishna's instructions. Be a devotee of Krishna. And your life will be sublime. In that sense, there is a common role being played by Maya and the devotees of the Lord. So to some extent, we have understood why Maya acts on the living entity. Why it traps us. And why we get, so to say, entrapped in Maya jal, Because we have violated the instructions of the Lord. We are not acting as per the original design. Jeevera nityera krishna das. We are meant to serve the Lord. But unfortunately, we have defied. We have rebelled. Why? Why I should serve the Lord? And under the influence of Maya, unfortunately, we have become servants of. Our senses, our mind, our lust, greed, pride, envy, we have become their slaves. Giving up our royal position of being servant of the Lord Krishna Das, we have become dasas of our senses, our mind. So, how Maya traps us, makes us forget our original position. We defy being servant of the Lord and end up being servant of our senses. It is said that in the animal kingdom, for each of the senses, there is an example given of a particular animal which eventually even loses its life just because it is weak as far as that particular sense is concerned it gets easily tempted because of that particular sense for example the taste the tongue the example is given of a fish even though it had it is not hungry but whenever a fisherman goes and throws a hook with a nice bait dangling the fish helplessly goes for that bait and eventually gets caught, trapped and gets killed. Another example, the deer, whenever the hunter goes to the forest to hunt for deers, because the deers run very, very fast, it's not easy to chase them down and kill them. But the hunter knows the weakness. The hunter knows that the deer Gets completely mesmerized by sweet melodious music. So the hunter plays very melodious music. The deer almost becomes numb. Stays put in a place just like a duck. Does not move. And it's very very easy for the hunter to shoot the deer down. We have seen wild elephants especially the untamed ones. If you have to capture that elephant, wild elephant and tame it, they have realized it's very difficult because elephants are huge. For a man who is 70 kg, 80 kg, it's not easy to capture that wild elephant. But they have learned that when the she-elephant who is trained, passes by that male elephant and touches the body, at a particular spot the male elephant gets aroused and madly starts chasing the she-elephant. And the she-elephant is strained. It passes in a particular way and passes across by the side of a pit which is deep pit covered with green grass and as soon as this male elephant madly is chasing that she-elephant he falls on that pit and eventually gets trapped and then beaten till it becomes tamed, till it gets controlled. And then we have example of musk. You know, we have this perfume musk. It comes from musk deer, where musk is there and because of that enchanting smell, the sense of smell, the nose, the deer runs looking out for that smell, the source of that smell and runs right from the mountains to deep forests, deep uh, deserts, looking where is that smell coming from, what is the source of that smell, not knowing that it's within its body itself and keep searching, 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 running behind that smell and eventually dies and then we have example of a moth the moths especially winter times when there is light they think that it's a flame burning flame dancing flame attracts the moth gives them warmth they hover near that light and eventually the heat starts increasing it becomes warm and warmer Eventually, it burns that moth and next day morning, if you see all the moths would be lying dead. The same light which was attracting the moth helplessly becomes the cause of its death. So our scriptures say that we have examples that how the examples which I shared, one of the senses being weak becomes the cause of death of that particular animal. But in the case of a man, a human being, it's not one sense. It's all our senses which have gone astray, which are weak, by which we get tempted. And this is how the Maya acts. Instead of acting as per the original design of being servant of the Lord, Krishna Das, We have become slaves of our senses. Slave of our eyes, ears, tongue, touch, smell. Each sense trying to goad us, to pull us. See this, eat this, drink this, you will be happy. Touch this, you will be happy. Eat this, you will be happy. And if we analyze all the lifestyle diseases, all the challenges we face, all the problems we have encountered, all the suffering, it's all because of Uncontrolled mind, uncontrolled senses. And this is how maya has trapped us. Instead of serving the Lord blissfully, we are serving the senses thinking that I will become happy. Now someone may ask, do you mean to say there is no happiness? When we engage our senses with sense objects, when I eat something very nice, palatable, I get enjoyment. When I see something beautiful, I get enjoyment. When I hear something melodious, I get a lot of pleasure. What's wrong in it? Nothing wrong about it. but the point here is that a man who is passing through a desert and is very, very thirsty, To that man, if you give a drop of water, it's not going to quench its thirst. Likewise, this material pleasure what we get by indulging our senses with the sense objects is like the drop of water. It is not going to satisfy the living entity. That's why nobody is contented, nobody is happy, nobody is satisfied. In spite of how much property, how much assets, how much wealth, how much money they have. You ask a manager in a company, are you happy? He looks at the general manager and he's aspiring, when I can become a general manager, and then I will be happy. You ask a general manager, are you happy? He's looking at the CEO post. Always discontent, always wanting to be something, do something, have something, so that I can be happy, so that I can be satisfied. The contentment, that happiness which is within, which is there as a birthright in association with the Lord. Jivera krishna das. That happiness is not accessible to us and we are falsely pursuing some other happiness, hoping against hope that one day I will be happy. That's why it is called Maya. Maya means that which is not illusion. Just like mirage in a desert, it is not water. It looks like water. A thirsty animal runs behind that mirage thinking that it can quench its thirst. But it is not water, it is maya. So, therefore, a living entity, bahunam janmanam ante, after many, many lives of trial and error, this way, that way, or trying to be happy. Gyanvān mam prapadyante a person in knowledge who is sufficiently experienced will come to me. Krishna is saying, "Vasudevam sarvamiti." The real source of pleasure, the real source of happiness, that which will give me pleasure, that will satisfy my real self, is Vasudevam sarvamiti. Is Vasudeva? Is Krishna? mahatma Sudurlaba. That Atma which has come to that realization is very rare. Now someone may say you are saying so forcefully that yes Krishna we are Jivera, swarupa we are servants of the Lord but the world does not believe so. 999 in fact 100% of the people are, are running behind this is supposed to be normal way of living. Chasing sense objects and indulging. Krishna says that it is not it is rare, rarely obtained a person will come to his senses Vasudevam sarvamiti, sa Mahatma, durlabha. Durlabha means it's very, very difficult to find. One in million, you will find a person who is trying to achieve perfection in life. And out of those perfected beings, one will actually know me in truth. So, come to this understanding is not easy, and it is only possible when we. Get the mercy of the Lord. When we get the mercy of a pure devotee of the Lord. So we have. So far covered. What is Maya. It's divine energy of the Lord. And Krishna also says. It is Dhuratya. Dhuratya means it's not easy to overcome. Maybe you can transgress some traffic laws. And go scot free. You can. uh, You can. Be smart enough to dodge the police and not get caught, but not in the case of stringent laws of material nature. Moment we violate, a person will be nabbed by Maya and be tormented. Now, another thing about the sensual pleasure is, although there is a sensation of pleasure, Yehi Dukh evate, Krishna says it is not only like a drop of water it will not satisfy the person but this very happiness which we get by bringing the senses in contact with the sense objects this very happiness becomes the cause of our distress our misery our entanglement therefore all the scriptures of the world talk about regulating the senses controlling the mind taming the mind mind if it is controlled is a best friend the same mind if it is uncontrolled is a worst enemy from the very beginning regulate your senses this is what krishna is saying in the gita so we also covered about how the maya acts We are originally designed to serve the Lord but when we desire to enjoy independently then Maya traps us and instead of we serving the Lord, we end up becoming servants of our mind and servants of our senses. And we saw examples of how different animals Get trapped and eventually killed because they are weak in a particular sense. But man, being a special rational animal, is weak in all the five senses. And more we come under the clutches of Maya. So now the next part is how do we come out of the clutches of Maya? What is the solution? In fact, in present times, Maya is becoming all the more powerful. There are a lot of temptations, a lot of allurements. The other day I was talking to a person um, and I tried calling the person at 9.30 in the morning, 10.30, had some urgent work and eventually the person returned the call back at 1 pm in the afternoon and said swamiji i'm so sorry i'm very sorry i saw a lot of missed calls and then the person started saying that you know i'm very sorry i slept very late in fact i slept at 5:30 in the morning i said what happened he says uh, swamiji what to say this netflix is a big addiction you know, they are very good serials, nice serials. And once you start seeing them, you know, you don't know how the time passes. And just the whole night, just watching one episode after another, one episode after another. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? And I started asking. And then I was speaking to another gentleman who was saying that these days, you know, in the offices also people discuss, you know, have you seen that? Serial in Netflix and they start discussing, have you not seen? And a very odd man out, somebody who says that I don't have a subscription to Netflix. And the person started saying that earlier when these companies were competing with each other, they used to compete in terms of share of person's wallet. How much a person is able to, per person, how much revenue the company is making because of its product share of person's wallet. And then they also started measuring share of a person's mind. How much you are able to capture a person's attention. That was another measure which companies started getting into as the competition increased. And we have seen that Netflix is far, far ahead Of its competitors just like in newspapers we have times of india the number of subscriptions the number of people reading it is far more than you know the other competitors so netflix ceo in one of the interviews was mentioning that we have a big competition so the reporter asked you know whom are you competing with you're far far ahead of your competitors Of your nearest rivals. He says we still have competition and our biggest competitor is, it's not a person's wallet, it's not a person's attention, it's not a person's mind, it is sleep. And then he explained that we want to make our program so interesting that a person even forgets to even sleep. And that's how episode is designed in such a way that one episode ends. It's so, it ends with such a suspense. So, so much of interest is created for a person to go and watch the next episode. Next episode, the next episode, a person not even realize that six hours have passed by and a person has ended up watching seven, eight, ten episodes. This is how it's designed. The script writers, the persons who have designed the whole episodes very thoughtfully a lot of intelligence has gone into how to capture the attention of the audience and there is not one serial there is not one episode there is not one movie there there are platforms with hundreds of movies just take a monthly subscription pay 500 600 rupees and you can you have unlimited connection internet connection you can watch as many movies as you want you can watch as many serials as you want The other day, somebody was telling me on time management, we sometimes think it's very cheap. In 600 rupees, I get a connection in a whole month. It's just 600 rupees. Actually, it's not just 600 rupees. What about the time? What about time we end up wasting in front of the television, watching mindlessly so many episodes? Our time also is precious. So we should not say just 600 rupees. What about the valuable time we waste watching these episodes? By the way, this is not to say that all the episodes or everything which comes on television is bad. But still, there's something called as binge watching. People end up watching for hours together. Five hours at a time, six hours at a time. The example which a whole night a person is watching. Forgotten even to sleep. Slept at 5.30 in the morning. I was also reading an article which just two days back which says 10 to 11 PM in the night is a golden hour for sleep. That is the time when if a person is sleeping, the body gets maximum rejuvenation. It gave full details about the research which has happened and how many people they have interviewed and and uh, Unfortunately, in today's time, people are sleeping at odd times, sleeping very, very late, getting up late and the whole life is topsy-turvy no doubt we see a lot of people with lifestyle diseases, a lot of ailments, not able to focus, not able to concentrate, drinking tea and coffee cup after cup, somehow trying to concentrate on their work, a lot of distractions, a lot of temptations, a lot of allurements. So, it's quite tough, quite challenging. So, how to come out of this Maya Jal, this vicious cycle of Maya, we will cover after we have participated in the Kirtans. Now, we will have the Kirtans request all of you to enthusiastically participate and we will come back spiritually rejuvenated and understand how we can come out of this vicious cycle of Maya.
1: krishna krishna hari hari hare rama hare rama 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 of krishna hari krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare namo rama rama hare 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 krishna hari krishna 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 hare hare na hare krishna 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 hare hare ram shri ram Jai ram Jai Jai ram shri ram 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 shri ram 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 Ram, 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 Hare Ram, 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 Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram, Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare Hare, i Hare, I'm Ram, Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Hare, Ram, 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 Ram hare, hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare 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 Krishna, Krishna, Hare Krishna, Ke, Hare Krishna maha ke, ke, to
0: recap what we have so far covered, we covered about what is Maya and we understood how it is divine energy of the Lord. And the living entities who have rebelled against the Lord, the Maya traps such living entities and punishes them, torments them, gives pain to that living entity till he comes to his senses and becomes a devotee of the Lord. In that sense, the devotees also play the same role but little differently. We saw that how Maya traps the living entity through sense gratification. Instead of becoming servants of the Lord, we end up becoming servants of our senses. And now we are going to understand how we can come out of the clutches of Maya. Once there was a person who had a nice parrot and he was very fond of this parrot. Very, very cute, beautiful, good looking. And this person somehow taught the parrot so that it should not get trapped if someone comes and allures or gives some, tempts this parrot with some food or some... So this parrot was taught, Shikari aayega, Dana dalega, Jaal bichayega, Lob se usmein phasna nahi. I repeat, Shikari aayega, A hunter will come, Dana dalega, will tempt with Dana, With some food, Jaal bichayega, Will set a trap. Lob se usme, Out of greed. Phasna nahi. Do not get trapped. So this person. Out of love. Out of affection. Out of attachment. Just like the parents. They teach their children. Do not take food from someone outsider. Especially young children. When they are returning back home. Do not go anywhere else. If any stranger comes and meets you. Do not take any, uh, you know, help. These days, many cases happen. Children get kidnapped. So, this parrot was taught this particular mantra. Shikari aayega, dana dalega, jaal bichayega, lob se usme nahi. And as we know, the parrots, they start, they they mimic and they pick up. And the parrot started, Repeating this sentence, so whenever you would see this parrot, it will just in its own way, in its own voice, sing the same mantra: "Shikari aayega, dana dalega, jal bichayega, se usme nahi." And it will keep repeating. And this person who was having this parrot, he was, you know, he was quite happy that now this parrot has learnt. it will not get lured, it will not get tempted, and hence it is now safe. Because it has spy heart, now it has understood, the parrot has understood that there will be temptations and do not get trapped. So one day, actually, the shikari came, the, the owner, he was not in the home, the shikari came and actually tempted this parrot with this dana, with this, you know, some food item. And this bird. Habitually started singing shikari aayega dana dalega and the person actually give dana and the bird started getting tempted and started eating and the shikari also set the whole trap the net and the bird is very blissfully shikari aayega dana dalega jal bichayega lob se usme nahi and then finally the person puts the net and this parrot gets trapped and while the parrot is trapped it's also singing the same song. Shikari aayega dana dalega jaal bichayega lob se usmein phasna In other words, just knowing that maya is very powerful. Just knowing that hum log maya jaal mein phasay huay hain. Just knowing that maya is very powerful is not enough. We need divine shakti. Just like we have material attachments. Anything which is attached. Anything which is connected. If you have to separate. You need some energy. You need some force. If if this pen. This is, is closed. I need some shakti to open the cap. So likewise. Just theoretical knowledge. That maya is energy of the lord it is dhuratya. one cannot come out of maya in fact there is a verse which says that maya mugda jiva maya mugda jiva jiva who has fallen trap in maya mugda and is bewildered nahi swatha krishna gyan cannot on its own come out of maya Cannot on its own find a way out of Maya. From the clutches of Maya. Cannot find out. In fact when a person is in Maya. He does not know that he is in Maya. The real knowledge is covered. A person may think that I am blissful. I am happy. I am so and so. I have achieved so much. I have so much of wealth. I have become prosperous. I have become successful. Not knowing that we are in Maya. maya Mukda, jiva nahi Swata, krishna gyan cannot on its own come out of maya and understand krishna Ji kripa Kaila, karela out of mercy out of compassion krishna karela has bring forth has brought forth has created veda purana has Given us the Vedas and Purana. With the help of the scriptures. With the help of the Acharyas. With the help of this transcendental knowledge. We can come to our senses. We can understand why we are trapped. What is Maya. And plan to come out of. This clutches of Maya. So first thing if we have to come out. Of the clutches of Maya. It is very important that. We have to have divya gyan transcendental knowledge on our own through logic through reasoning we cannot come out of maya that's why krishna says mama maya dhuratyya. it's very very difficult it's very very powerful we may be able to give up gross temptation but then there are subtler tests of maya puja pratishta Lava, name fame adoration And one can fall trapped in such allurements. So that is one thing. Second thing is. It is very very important that. We take shelter. Of a pure devotee of the Lord. A bona fide spiritual master. Whose instructions becomes the guiding force. In our life. By following the instructions of. A bona fide devotee, a spiritual master, a pure devotee of the Lord, we get mercy of the Lord. When we get mercy of the Lord, we will be able to chant the names of the Lord. There are many people who have no taste, who have no desire. The name of the Lord will not come on their tongue or circumstances are so overwhelming that they have no time to chant. Even if they have time, they have no taste for chanting. So when we follow the instructions of the Lord, when we follow the instructions of pure devotee of Lord, we get their mercy. By their mercy, we will get an opportunity to chant the names of the Lord, to serve the Lord by uttering His holy name, glorifying the Lord. And when we chant the names of the Lord, especially in this age of Kali, we will get the required strength, required knowledge, to handle the onslaught of maya we require divine energy and that comes especially in this age of kali by chanting the names of krishna when shukadev goswami was telling parikshit maharaj about what is going to happen in kali yuga as kali yuga progresses what degradation will come about and then Parikshit Maharaj after hearing all that was quite demoralized because devotees are very compassionate what's the hope for people in Kali Yuga if things are going to degrade so then Shukadev Goswami says Kaler Dosh the Rajan although Kali Yuga is an ocean of faults but still there is one good quality in Kali Yuga and what is that? Kirtanad eva krishnasya mukta sangha parambra. By chanting the names of Krishna, one can cross over this ocean of nuisance, of ignorance, of illusion. Srila Prabhupada, it is said that to know Krishna is not very difficult. We have many scriptures which are glorifying Lord Shri Krishna. Bhagavad Gita. Krishna Himself is saying, "Matta paratram Nanyat I am the supreme. There is no one superior to me. All the Vedas. There is glorification of the Lord. Acharyas have sung the glorification of the Lord. Ved vyasas, it is, "Iti chamsa kalapumsa Krishna sthu Bhagwan Sayam." The whole Bhagavatam is describing the glories of the Lord. It is not difficult to know who is the Supreme Lord. But it is not easy to know who is pure devotee of the Lord. More so in present times where we see so many sadhus, so many mahatmas, so many people posing as as saints. Dressed up like saints. It's not easy to identify. And come in touch with a pure devotee of the Lord. And it is said. Guru Krishna Prasadepai. When you come in touch with. A pure devotee of the Lord. By his mercy. You will get the mercy of the Lord. And Guru Krishna Prasadepai. Bhakti Lata Bij. One will get the seed of devotion. And when one starts. On the path of. Bhakti or devotion, serving the Lord, naturally is attraction for serving false masters. Our senses, our mind, our karma will naturally come down and one will start disentangling from the traps of Maya. In fact, it's a vicious circle. Unless we experience a higher taste, we will not give up lower taste. And unless we give up lower taste, we will not experience higher taste. So it's like a vicious cycle. One can go in a net negative cycle or one can go in an upward spiral. Most of us, most of the people in this world are in negative spiral. We don't have a higher taste. And therefore, we are not able to give up the lower taste. And because we are not able to give up the lower taste, we have no higher taste. We are already in Maya. Because we are in Maya, we have no understanding of Krishna. And because we have no understanding of Krishna, we are more and more in ignorance. We are more and more in Maya. So by the mercy of Krishna and spiritual master, we come in a positive spiral. What is the positive spiral? We start experiencing a higher taste. By experiencing higher taste, we start giving up the lower taste. And by giving up the lower taste, we become qualified to experience a higher taste. Krishna also in the Gita says that to, to regulate the senses, by suppression, by artificially suppressing our desires, it will not stay for long. Vishya vini niraha It is very difficult for an embodied soul. Raso varjam rasopiasya param But by experiencing a higher taste, one automatically gives up the lower taste. So I was mentioning that it's very easy, relatively speaking, to know about who is Krishna. What is the position of Krishna? How he is the supreme personality of Godhead? But who is a pure devotee of the Lord? It's not very easy to identify. Once, Srila Prabhupada, when he was in Jhansi, he had started League of Devotees. The first initiated disciple of Srila Prabhupada, he had gone for some work to Delhi. And he was returning and he came to the place where Prabhupada was saying, the center in Jhansi. And that night he reached quite late. It was past midnight. And um, he expected that everything, you know, the ashram, the place where Prabhupada was saying was, it would be pitch dark, Prabhupada would have slept. But from a distance he saw that whole place was quite lit up. Bright light. He was no surprised. It's past midnight, the lights are on. And when he came closer, when he entered, he saw Prabhupada dancing in ecstasy, and he's all alone. He's dancing very enthusiastically, all by himself, all alone. And on his neck there is very big, nice Kadamba flower garland. Big, big gadamba flowers. And you don't find those flowers usually. You don't find such big flowers. You don't find them in the market. So this person became curious. He says, Prabhupada, first he was curious seeing Prabhupada dancing all by himself late in the night, past midnight. And then when Prabhupada stopped dancing, he received him and he said, Prabhupada, where did you get this garland from? So Prabhupada said, Krishna personally came and gave me this scarlet. A pure devotee of the Lord generally does not. In fact, a pure devotee of the Lord out of humility never shows that he is a pure devotee. Never shows that he is very close to Krishna. In fact, he says that I have no knowledge. In fact, he says out of humility that I am very fallen. I am the most degraded. In fact, more the advanced the devotee is, the more he will feel and believe that he is very fallen. Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, who is the author of Chaitanya Charitam he is writing, Oh Lord, I am more fallen than Jagai and Madai. Jagai and Madai are two brothers who were drunkards, woman hunters, very very with very bad character. Doing all nefarious activities. He is I am worse than jagai and madai. I am worse than worms in the stool. It is very abominable. Worms in the stool. I am worse than them. So Shri Prabhupada, generally a pure devotee, never reveals. Even if he has some ecstatic symptoms, he just keeps it. At times while giving lecture Prabhupada, tears will glide down his eyes. But he would quickly sometimes you know so that others may not you know, quickly Prabhupada would control himself and not show that ecstatic symptoms to everyone people will misunderstand whereas others who are you know they at times they sahajiyas they make up such symptoms just like the actors they they act They act with such symptoms just to attract the followers. One time Prabhupada was in the West and the devotees organized a lecture for him in a big auditorium. And Srila Prabhupada had a hectic schedule. Prabhupada agreed to go and uh, it was at 5 p.m. in the evening. Was scheduled to start. 5.10, 5.15, Prabhupada was there in the whole big auditorium, seven or eight people were there. So the devotees who had invited Prabhupada and organized this program were feeling very, very ashamed. And one of them came and said, Prabhupada, we are very, very sorry. We have wasted your time. You know, I'm so sorry. We tried our best, but we don't know why people have not turned up. Only five or eight people. The whole auditorium. So Prabhupada said, no, don't worry, don't worry. It's not at all a mistake. And for next 45 minutes, Prabhupada spoke so enthusiastically with, you know, as if the whole auditorium is filled. And after the program, Prabhupada was fully enthusiastic, very happy, very delighted, smiling. The devotee was still quite remorseful, Prabhupada. Please forgive us. He says, no, today was a very, very special day. Didn't you see? Muni was sitting there. Muni had come. He was seeing. He was listening. So there were many occurrences like that. A pure devotee of the Lord is constantly in touch with the Supreme Lord. Although he does not share this with everyone. Only in some circumstances, with some near and dear ones, he would share this. So, Ślāprabhupāda is a pure representative of the Lord, pure devotee of the Lord. When we come in touch with such pure devotee of the Lord, who understands Krishna, who understands the instructions of Krishna, who is a transparent via media. Many times people ask what is the meaning of the word Pada?" The meaning of the word Pada is a person who is of the same quality of the Lord. Maya cannot touch such a person. He is beyond this material energy. The touch of material energy. You can get all what you can get from the Lord from this person. Functionally, that pure devotee of the Lord is equal to the Lord. Functionally. Because He's a confidential representative of the Lord. If you want to offer something to the Lord, you offer to that person and that offering reaches God because he is transparent via media. He's selfless. He has sacrificed everything. He has no business other than the business of the Lord. 24 hours he is engaged in serving the Lord. And when we come in touch with such a pure devotee of the Lord and we follow his instructions, we get mercy of such a pure devotee of the Lord. We get mercy of the Lord. We get the mercy of the holy name of the Lord. And then all the shackles of maya starts breaking away. And we start slowly getting liberated from the traps of maya. So... To sum up, if we have to come out of this illusion, it's not easy. By our own efforts, by logic, by rational uh, understanding, we gave example of that bird. By even memorizing some mantras, we cannot come out of Maya, Mama Maya, But by the mercy of the Lord, by mercy of His devotee, by following his instructions. By chanting the names of the Lord. We get Shakti from the Lord. And by that Shakti. We can break the shackles of Maya. Mama maya dhuratya, mam eva ye prapadyante, mayam etam Krishna says if you surrender to me. Mam eva ye prapadyante, I will free you from the traps of Maya. So we'll take up some questions now. Uh, We have a lot of questions today. This question is from Vedamrita Singhal. Prabhuji, does devotee also fall in love? Kindly forgive if I have committed an offence by asking this question. If you are referring to temple devotees, Anybody who becomes a devotee, a missionary of the Lord, it does not, just by changing the dress or just by joining the ashram, magic doesn't happen. It is just that we have got admitted in the hospital and we have started taking the medicine sincerely under expert guidance. Still, a person may have Habitual responses, base tendencies. A person who becomes a devotee suddenly does not give up his calm, krodh, lobe. It takes time. Prabhupada gives an example. Just like when you switch off a fan, it suddenly doesn't come to an halt. It, it slowly de and eventually slows down and then comes to a halt. So many times people get bewildered when they see sometimes devotees also Behaving abnormally. Some anomalies in their behavior. If they see somebody getting angry. Or somebody who is very greedy. So they sometimes how can a devotee act like this? That's why in the Gita Krishna says. Even if a devotee at times. Acts in abominable ways, still he has to be considered saintly if he is practicing this process sincerely. So yes, you will see some anomalies in the behavior of devotees also. But if a person is sincerely practicing, we should know for certain that very soon he will get cured and he will be properly situated. This question is from Ajay Raj Sharma. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita 18 chapter that he directs the soul seated in bodily machine. If you are already directed by Krishna, then what is the meaning of surrender? He is already governing us, isn't it? Krishna has given us the free will. Krishna also says, As you surrender, so shall I reciprocate. If we do not surrender to Krishna, if a person is not a devotee of Krishna, the law of karma acts very impersonally. As you sow, so shall you reap. Krishna is witnesser and sanctioner. It's purely impersonally acting as per the law of karma. Krishna does not want to involve in day-to-day matters. For a person who is not devoted, the law of karma will take care. Krishna is the witnesser as per his karma, he is sanctioning good or bad the person. But in case of a devotee, Krishna is not just the witnesser and sanctioner, he is also the director. He personally intervenes. If as per the karma, a devotee has to suffer very badly, he may interfere and may reduce that karmic reactions and give a token reaction. Or if a person, as per the karma is supposed to be very, very opulent and prosperous, Krishna may intervene and may not sanction that, knowing that this devotee can go astray and may forget me. So, Krishna is there in everyone's heart. But in case of people who are not devotees of the Lord, he acts impersonally. He is a witnesser and sanctioner. Whereas in case of devotees, he is witnesser, sanctioner and director. He personally takes charge of the lives of the devotees. To what extent? To the extent of one's surrender. prapadyante tam As you surrender, so shall I reciprocate. This question is from Abhijit Singhal. Singha. I want to serve Prabhupada and his movement by being an IPS SP as today there is no devotee leader, self-controlled Kshatriya like Parikshit and great devotee kings of past ages. So is it okay? Theoretically, it looks quite nice that I want to be an IPS SP and I want to serve Krishna by being a devotee. But this world is quite an entangling place. We also have our material desires. And yes, we may even sometimes justify some material desires in the name of, yes, I want to serve Krishna in a particular way. There is no harm in becoming an IPS. There is no harm in in, uh, aspiring to be someone and serve Krishna with that degree or with that qualification. But let us always remember one thing, all our achievements, all of whatever we want to achieve in life or be in life, in one sense is like zeros. But if we have one in front of those zeros, each of the zeros have a value. If it is one zero, it is ten, two zeros, it's hundred many times we can be running behind the zeros and in the process erase that one or end up not having that one in front of those zeros. That is the danger. So our first priority should be to have a strong foundation in spiritual life. To have that solid one. And once we have the solid one, And then we can have desires to add those zeros. And each of those zeros can have meaning in our life. Can be used in service of the Lord. So if the desire to be an IPS and serve the Lord in a particular, nothing wrong about it. But make sure that you are equally eager to be Krishna conscious. To be conscious of the Lord. Have a strong foundation. Have a strong sadhana, sadhana. Have daily Shravanam and Kirtanam aspire to come to that position of chanting 16 rounds. If these are not taken care of, then it will be just like a material desire. And who knows, in the process of, I want to serve Krishna by being so and so, one can get completely lost in this material world. One can get trapped by Maya. So, that is the uh, caution which we have to keep in mind. Just like a Kabaddi match, a person goes to the opponents, this thing and tries to catch as many people as he wants. But if he is not careful, there is a possibility he can get caught and he may not be able to come back to his own court. So try that we are strongly in Krishna consciousness with a strong foundation. On a daily basis, we are chanting around rounds attentively, hearing enough. And then we can aspire to be an IPS or whatever, to serve the Lord with those degrees. Next. This question is from Ajay Raj Sharma. Prabhuji, we know about false ego, then what is right ego? Ego means identity. False ego means the wrong understanding that I am this body. I am an enjoyer. So ego is not bad. Ego is identity. False ego is bad. False ego means wrong identification. What is real ego? Real ego is the right understanding that I am amsha of the Lord, I am servant of the Lord. Jivera Nittera Krishna Das. This is real ego. So whole spiritual life is to give up the false ego and to come up the real ego and understand that I am servant of the Lord and then try our best to engage our mind and the senses in serving the Lord. This question is from Ram Naresh Dara. Prabhuji, we think that I will come out of some material attachment after a particular time and will follow Krishna consciousness fully after that time. Till that time, let me enjoy. How to avoid it? Most of the people in this world think that, yes, this is too early. A time will come when I become old. At that time, I will practice spiritual life. In fact, our scriptures say that from the very beginning, from the very beginning, we should aspire, we should try to practice spiritual life. Why? scriptures also say that Parikshit Maharaj he was given a notice of seven days that he will die. But none of us actually have a notice. You know recently we know that it was in the news Puneet Rajkumar cine actor, very famous personality in, in Karnataka. He was 45 years old. And sometimes people die in accidents. Sometimes people die because, you know, they were very unhealthy. They had... He was fitness enthusiast. In fact, morning he had gone to gym. Every day he used to spend time, you know, doing treadmill and gym. And he was very uh, conscious of his health. And at 45 years, he had a heart attack. And and, uh, the whole... uh, Everyone was in a shock. What happened? Yesterday was, in fact, there was a viral video. The previous night he had attended a party, birthday party. And he was singing in that party. He was very jubilant, very joyful. And, you know, there were a lot of people in that party. And he was singing. He never anticipated the next day would be the last day of his life. Nobody anticipated. His brother saying that, still I cannot reconcile with the fact that he is no more with us. It's a fact. It is not a philosophy. It is a fact that we see people dying untimely. More so in present times, young people having cardiac arrest, accidents. So human life is very rarely achieved. Our scriptures say that before we again fall into the clutches, we have a very, very important duty. In fact, the most important duty, although in today's world we have come up with so many Duties, but the most important duty is to cultivate the real knowledge, cultivate Divya Jnana, to aspire for self realization or God realization and come out of these clutches of Maya. This question, referring to the questions of Vedamrita Prabhu, love doesn't mean attraction between genders. Generally, also, loves mean. Must be there among devotees. Does it happen that in an attempt to control other reciprocations also get killed? And Prabhu, everyone in the movement has to behave as a brahmachari, isn't it? Even if one is a grahastha, what do you say, be it a woman or a man? Because without love and respect, there will be only ego clashes and fights. Grahastha ashram is a bona fide ashram, but illicit sex or... On a bodily concept of life, getting attracted, our scriptures are talking about somehow controlling that lust. bhavam etam. So when the person in the previous question is referring to love, I assume that he is referring to the love which is more disguised form of lust. People blindly fall in love, thinking that it is love, but actually it's a manifestation of lust. So in that sense I replied that yes the devotees also have base tendencies of lust, pride, envy, jealousy because nobody joins after becoming fully pure. In fact when we join we are in a place where we can take the medicine more sincerely and hence the possibility of coming out of these base qualities is much higher, is much better. So in that sense, yes, there may be some pitfalls, there may be some, uh, some, uh, uh, so to say, lapses in a devotee's behavior. But if a person is sincere and is taking the medicine for sure, he will be cured. This question is from Sora. What is the destination of people who die by accident and by suicide? A person who has practiced Krishna consciousness sincerely, practice devotional service, Even if a person dies in an accident and is not able to remember the Lord, Lord remembers all the service which the devotee has done and that service will not go in vain. I was reading 6th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam where Ajamila, who was a nice Brahmana, very devoted, very Nicely practicing the principles of brahmanical life. But somehow fell down from his good position. When he saw a prostitute and a person embracing. And he eventually married that prostitute. And fell down from all his good character and good qualities. So Prabhupada in the purport mentions. That Krishna did not forgive forget that he had rendered so much service. So he in his heart as Paramatma guided Ajamila to name his youngest son as Narayana. And because Ajamila was chanting Narayana, Narayana come here, Narayana eat this food. Because he was chanting the name of Narayana, he was getting cleared, absolved of all the sinful reactions. So, the example is that how Krishna remembers whatever little service we have done to him. It will never go in vain. So, likewise, if a devotee accidentally dies and whatever reason is not able to remember the Lord, the Lord will remember all the services which the devotee has rendered and still give that credit to that devotee. So that way it's not like a gamble. If we have served the Lord sincerely, the Lord will surely bless such a soul and will enable that soul to remember him at the point of death. This question is from Kuntal Chakrabarti. Why Ritvik system is a real system? How we can say others, it is what Shila Prabhupada wanted? Prabhupada wrote one letter on July 9th. This was a letter which was written to all the temple presidents and the GBCs. In those days, it was not, the technology was not such like you can send an email to everyone. So it was a letter which Prabhupada dictated. Prabhupada signed on it and was sent by courier or by post to all the temple presidents all over the world. That's the last letter which Prabhupada wrote to all the temple presidents. And in that letter, Srila Prabhupada clearly mentions that these are the 11 people who are going to initiate on my behalf. And such disciples would be my disciples. Person so initiated will be my disciple. And that letter was sent to all the temple presidents. So we strongly believe that since that was the last, communication of Srila Prabhupada, official communication about what's going to happen, who is going to initiate, we strongly believe that that is the final communication with respect to initiation and we follow that system which is nothing but the order of Shila Prabhupada. So we can get into more details, we have many more videos on this topic in our channel. You can kindly go through the videos and you will have much more details on this particular topic. So with this, uh, we come to an end. It was nice to have all of you with us today. Thank you for joining us today for this session. Look forward to having you again next Sunday, same time, 4.30 p.m. Hare Krishna.